There is nothing wrong with your television. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. We are now controlling the transmission. We control the horizontal and the vertical. We can deluge you with a thousand channels or expand one single image to crystal clarity and beyond. We can shape your vision to anything our imagination can conceive. We will control all that you see and hear. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the deepest inner mind to the outer limits. Recorded live. Live. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, two peas on a pod back here once again. I'm Jason here, as always, with my co-host, Dale. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. Just save old crap. Same old crap. But, uh, yeah, we can go ahead and get into some uh, movie news. Did you have anything you wanted to mention? Before uh, I get started here? No, you go on ahead, man. I I can't really think of anything right off the top of the, my head. I think you had a few things. So. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we got a, what is it, Mockingjay started, so that's what the majority of the shit is lately. Uh, I think Mockingjay started, uh, what, yesterday or day before? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any of those. Oh, neither have I. I was just saying, you know, that's what everybody's blowing their loads about right now. But uh, uh, something I thought you'd be interested in is uh, Amy Adams is uh, cast to play Janis Joplin in a, uh, I guess, a biopic. Really? Well, as long as she's wearing those pants she wore in uh, Night of the Museum too, I'm all for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. No, I, I watch her on pretty much anything. <laughs> um, let's see. Hold on to your butts. Well, the uh, they released a uh, a teaser to a trailer for um, Jurassic World. I don't know if you heard about that. I heard about it. I I, I heard though that it. Didn't really have any new footage. <laughs> I went and watched it, man. It's absolutely nothing. It's like just a throwback to the, uh, you know, the main scene that, in the first movie that shows the, you know, the glass of water. Yeah. That's basically all it is. I mean, it's just that. So, mm. um, trying try to get us fired up for the trailer, which I think is coming out next week. Hold on to your butts. Uh, yeah, the only thing Jurassic Park I saw was, uh, I guess they used to elite pictures of the Lego figures for the upcoming movie. And, uh... That's cool. If it's if it's real, then, yeah, it's spoiled the new dinosaur that they're going to have in it. Oh, that sucks. Um, uh, it's fine. I mean, it's... It, it could be interesting. Um... 
I'm not gonna spoil anything for anyone, but we'll have to see. I just, I just don't know, man. I had such high hopes for the Lost World, and that let me down. And then uh, Jurassic Park Three was just, just a horrible bowel movement. <laughs> Better not talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna try to keep my expectations kind of low. Yeah, same here. So maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised by it. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to the, uh, I don't know, maybe I may watch the first trailer. I may not try to watch any at all. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to the film. But, you know, in this in this day and, age, day and age with the Internet, it's hard to keep anything a secret anymore. Yeah, I mean, besides the teaser, there's really no point in watching the trailers. Oh no, man! It's really not. I mean, you know, you're going to watch the movie. You're you're better off not knowing, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll check it out. Hopefully, it'll turn out pretty good. Uh, they've kind of hyped it up a good bit, so we'll see. And uh, something else I want to mention is uh, Patrick Stewart has a new movie coming out where he plays a neo-Nazi in a movie called Green Room. I've read a little something about that. This is uh, written and directed by Jeremy Saulnier, uh, a uh, cinematographer on the rise. That uh, He had a, a written and uh, directed film called Blue Ruin, which has really been getting a lot of hype lately. It's on uh, Netflix. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch Blue Ruin yet. No, I haven't seen it. It's not bad. I mean, people really seem to enjoy it. I'm still kind of iffy on it. I've seen it twice. It's a uh, uh, revenge-type uh, movie. But it kind of takes a different direction than, uh, you know, a typical revenge movie does. But uh, you can check that out. But, yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, old Picard dropping the, the N-bomb. That's all he does. It's just like, uh, oh shit! Why can't I think of that movie? Um, but there were more than. Oh yeah, American History X. Yeah, that's all it is, and he gets raped in the butt, <laughs> uh, and they make it look just like a scene from Psycho, but Seven Eyes is just a dick. Sounds good to me. Well, it's a, it's a bunch of dicks. It's just a bunch of dicks going right in his face. But, but instead uh, of blood, it is actually chocolate syrup. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all he's made out of. <laughs> um, but, uh... Um, the, uh... Let's see, uh... The main thing I wanted to talk to you about was, uh... Uh, you may be surprised here, but uh, Melissa McCarthy is actually going to be a uh, Disney uh, princess. There was a bee. There's no bees here, ma'am. There was a bee. She she's going to play Tinkerbell in an action comedy movie. I like how you didn't even mention that to me before this, dude, because I don't have words. <laughs> I saved it on purpose. 
God damn, Melissa McCarthy should she should be one of the monsters at Pacific Rim, not Tinkerbell. That's, that's your buzzword, man. I just say her name and let you roll with it. I just sit I, back and listen. I just don't understand why they're taking. Uh, I just do a biopic of Honey Boo Boo, and she can play Mama June. And, uh, and she can hang out with all the, you know, uh, pedophiles of Hollywood. Yeah. Victor Salva can be in there. Uh, <laughs> fucking Roland Polanski, they can all hang out. Victor Salva and Ben Savage could tag team a young boy. Yeah. Uh, dude. Tinkerbell. I just imagine the wire work needed to get her. <laughs> it's a fucking team of scientists and engineers that are working on that. Uh, yeah, they're wow. doing it right now, coming up with an equation to figure out how to lift her ass in the air. Uh, dude, it's, it's like more people are operating the wires on her than were behind the scenes like the T-Rex on Jurassic Park. You know? Just straining. You hear him grunting in the background, just, you know, I wonder how many people are going to die trying to make that a reality. (laughs) Saying they don't get paid enough. No. Jesus. So is she going to do that before or after Ghostbusters 3? I don't know, man. She hasn't confirmed anything on Ghostbusters 3 yet. But, um... Apparently, she's working with uh, Sean Levy, which... Is Sean Levy the same dude that did that's going to do Ghostbusters? Get the, uh, I, I can't remember the name of the guy doing Ghostbusters. I, I'm getting... He's one of the guys that, that does those type movies. I just get them mixed up. It's the same guy who did Bridesmaids. It's who's doing uh, Ghostbusters. Okay, then, yeah, yeah. Real quick, let me... uh, It's uh, it's Paul Teague, that's right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you can look forward to that in, what, probably 2017 or some shit. I want to see that one in 3D. See her yeah. coming bulging out of the screen. I want to see a like a live action theater production of that. That's good news, though. That's good news. Oh yeah, you were. I know you were worried about her career. Oh, I was. I was. Uh, uh, just wondering when I was just going to start running into her at Applebee's alone. That's sad and still not funny. Um, have you heard anything about uh, American Sniper, Clint Eastwood's new movie? Bradley Cooper's in it. That's... Yeah, I think I may have seen a... Uh, I think I saw a trailer for it during the Nightcrawler. I don't think I was aware okay. that uh, Clint Eastwood directed it, though. But, uh... Yeah. It's, uh, based on a true story, I imagine. 
Yeah, it's based on the story of that, uh, that, uh, the guy who had, like, the highest known, uh, number of kills as uh-huh. a cipher. He wrote a book about it. Uh, he's the one who apparently slandered Jesse Ventura, and then he was killed in a shooting range by another veteran. Oh, uh, the sniper was? Yes. Oh, shit, he's dead? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, man, that's a shitty way to go out. Uh, yeah, he was, it was the three of them there, and the other one had, like, a bad PTSD attack or something, shot the other two dead. Oh, man, this was uh, just uh, last year. Yeah. February of 13. And there's a whole stake about that, too. That sucks. But, uh, yeah, I was just curious. I, I was seeing here that it's getting pretty good reviews. That's why I was asking if you heard about it. I know you're a big fan of uh, of Eastwood and his directing. Yeah, I know I haven't seen it yet. Uh, he's been spotty. You know, I love Leonard from Iwo Jima. Didn't really care for Flags of Our Fathers. Uh, I mean, boring to me. So he's... Eastwood is making so much stuff that he's just kind of hit and miss. Yeah. Did you see Invictus? No, I've seen that one. I'd like to see that one. I haven't either. I, was, uh, I haven't really heard a whole lot about it. What about uh, oh uh, the one with with uh, with Angelina Jolie, like Doppelganger? The Changeling. That's it. I haven't seen that either. No. I've heard that one's good. I have to. Uh, I keep thinking of that George C. Scott film though when I hear that title. I do too. I do too. Which is a great film. Yeah, it is. Um, but uh, did uh, I guess you saw? Uh, oh, what's the one? It's, it's uh, named after the car. It's uh, oh, damn it. Um, Gran Torino. Oh, Gran Torino. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoy Gran Torino. <laughs> I think I think Gran Torino is just a way to get more uh, racist terms out there that like weren't <laughs> they weren't getting enough recognition, you know? Yeah, and who who better to do it than Clint Eastwood? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was funny as hell to me. You never use the same one twice. Yeah. Oh, oh man, he—he he was really dropping them in there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I like that one. That one's pretty good. Uh, didn't expect it to end the way it did, but I did like it. Um. But um. Well, I mean, I guess you've heard about uh, Scream. Is getting a TV series. I didn't hear about Scream. I heard about Evil Dead getting a TV series. Yeah, yep. Evil Dead's getting a... Uh, was it Ash versus the Evil Dead? Uh, yeah, I guess so. So, you got those to look forward to. Uh, I'm going to make a prediction right now that both of those series are going to fail miserably. Well, how did the uh, From Dust Till Dawn series do? Um, I enjoyed that one okay. It it was tolerable. It was uh, it took 
a good few episodes to get into it, but I did I did finally get into it and enjoy it. But uh, I mean, the market's just being flooded with uh, you know these, these horror series. They're just throwing whatever out there they can to see what sticks. Yeah. I, mean, I don't. I don't know how either one of those franchises can work as a series. I mean, they're. You know, it just. Well, I don't know what sense. all you can do with that. You know. I mean, what like Bates Motel? I'm sure you've heard of Bates Motel before. It's you know the the prequels yeah. to all the the uh, the Psycho movies, and yeah. the first season of Bates Motel I thought was okay. It was pretty good. Second season, I, I gave up on the uh, few episodes in. I'm going to go back to it and try to watch it again, but it really lost me. Um, there's just so many, man. There's so many uh, shows on, these horror shows, uh, like yeah. uh, American Horror Story, which I think is a really good show. Um, yeah, there's nothing but good stuff about it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's good, but I think what makes that series able to continue is the fact that it's a new story every season. Totally new story. Yeah. Because when you when you take a you know an hour and a half long movie and try to stretch it out into a series, I mean, what does that mean? That means it's a lot of filler in there, and it's going to be boring a lot of places. I mean, at least to me. Well, it's just certain properties, I guess, that just don't have a rich mythology to to draw up. Uh, like, I keep hearing Sarah Connor Chronicles was good. Yeah, that's probably just me constantly telling you how good it is. Uh, <laughs> no, I've heard of others uh, that it was pretty good. But, you know, Terminator can, can probably fill out a few seasons. But how many times can you watch Ash go up against... Deadites. Uh, I mean, Terminator, I think, is different because there's a lot of... Uh, I mean, that that's an expanded universe, you know? The same with Star Wars and, uh, you know, the Aliens and Predators franchise. I mean, there's a lot of material to pull from. You know, graphic novels, you know, books, fan fiction. Yeah. I just... Uh, I just imagine with something like Evil Dead, they're just going to do like Quantum Leap, but have, you know, Ash being thrown to different eras to deal with these demons. Uh, I'm just thinking that out there. I saw Quantum Leap. Uh, the DVDs were on sale on Amazon the other day. I almost, almost picked them up. Oh, man. I need to check out the show again. It's been, I haven't seen it since it was syndicated years back. Yeah, well, sci-fi maybe? Sci-fi show it? I think sci-fi did before they decided to, you know, show like battle, battle bots yeah. and Deep South Wrestling or whatever the hell. <laughs> battle bots was Comedy Central. Oh, okay. That's, I, I can't keep up with all that. But yeah, wrestling comes on sci-fi now. WWE, I believe. Mm. Um... Let's see. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, nothing we haven't really touched on. Like, there's some more Star Wars news out there, but I don't really want to even get into it because it's all speculation on what the plot's going to be like. Hmm. Well, 
Yeah. Um, I not remember what I was seeing regarding news. Um, I'm going to make a prediction on Star Wars, too. I'm going to say it's going to make a shit ton of money. Oh, good, yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah. Well, you must be a, um, a psychic, then. And I'm, and I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> but, uh, It'll be the opening weekend. <laughs> you need to dress up as uh, Princess Leia, though. That's why you got it. <laughs> I saw, uh, oh man, somebody was dressed up as Princess Leia for Halloween. Remember who it was? Look, look, just Melissa like McCarthy. Yeah, it was Melissa McCarthy. It was. Okay. She did. Uh, no, she did uh, uh, Jabba. She just can't talk about Pekingese dressed up as Princess Leia. Yeah. She eats it. Uh, real quick, I'll uh, you know try to be brief on this. I know we talked about it on the last show. Uh, Bill Cosby's lawyer has, has spoken out uh, and says the media vilification has to stop. Uh, yeah, the media's going pretty nuts with all that. They don't. Yeah. Care I mean, we you know we talked about it before the show started, and you know they've pretty much already. You know, try to convict him. You know, whereas you know, if it was uh, you know, say some popular basketball star, you know, accused of molesting some girl, um, you know, they'd give him the benefit of the doubt until the trial's over. Or Michael Jackson, who is accused for his entire lifetime of raping children, and they still give him the benefit of the doubt. But uh, I don't know. Like the media's already made their mind up on whether or not he's guilty. <clears throat> it's whatever. Uh, it's whatever brings in the uh, the audience. They don't care who they crucify. Yeah. Well, he's being crucified for his, uh, you know, his opinions. His, you know, opinions tend to go against the popular belief in, uh, you know, the liberal media. He kind of spoke out against some things that he's, you know, being taken to task for now. Yeah, similar yeah. to, you know, the way they did Mel Gibson and, you know, other, other you know, famous people throughout the years, they've done the same thing too. Where they really hit on it. Whether or not he's guilty or not, like, if he dies tomorrow, that's what he's going to be remembered for, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, uh, you know, like the, the shit that went down at uh, Penn State, you know? Well, what, what about that one? <clears throat> I was just saying, I, I can't remember the damn coach's name right off the top of my head, but I know he died, like, right after all that shit went down. Oh, and, you know, that guy was... or something like that? Yeah. Um, uh, God damn it. Well, I can't think of his name, but... uh. He was a coach there for, you know, so many years, like 30 years or some shit, like longest-running coach anywhere. Um, and, you know, that's what he was going to be remembered for, is being involved in that whole debacle. Yeah, but then they were they able to prove that he knew all about it? I, I think it's just all been speculation. But, I mean, you know how it is when they – they put that shit out there in the news a, a certain amount of time, but you know it becomes like the gospel. 
Well, yeah, you're right on that. The uh, that's all people see, and people don't like to. Your average person will not um, <clears throat> dig deeper into it. Like, it's amazing how many times somebody will throw something up on Facebook. Like all those bullshit stories. How many people they believe don't. it? They won't look into it. They just believe oh, it because it's on Facebook. I know it. And I know it. They, I know it. That's my problem with the internet culture now is nobody stops and thinks. They just, they spur of the moment, they just do it. And they look like a complete jackass afterward. Um, yeah. You know, before I, that's why I don't really do much commenting on on Facebook. Oh, I don't either. Dude, the comment, it could be the it could be like a fucking rabbit like hopping across the road and like somebody'll have a reason to call somebody a faggot on there or something, you know. <laughs> I mean the most innocent thing ever, like I, I can't look at it. Like anything there's gonna be controversy on it no matter what it is, just because that's what people are fueled by. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's I I don't know. I mean there's I I don't even want to look at Facebook sometimes because I'll wake up, I'll look at it, and there'll be something on there I just don't want to wake up and see. Yeah. You know, people will post up, uh, and it posts shit on there that, yeah, it's fucking terrible news. Yeah. You know, I feel like stuff happened to the kids. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying people don't need to know about it, but I don't need to wake up and see it every day. Right. And, and there are people who, who are like, well, we all need to know about that. There's so much of that shit going on. Sure. And I don't think we can, I don't think people can handle it all that well. You know, uh, because we're no longer little communities like we used to be. It's all, yeah, it is a global community, but you're hearing, you know, you're gossiping about shit on a global scale now rather than at a local scale. Right. And, uh, uh, people just having to get used to the changes in society that the internet is bringing. But I've just gotten tired of all that drama and shit. I mean, I've had to block stuff, you know, from people, you know, people putting up, you know, crap from super liberal websites or super uh, conservative websites. I don't want to see any of that shit. I don't go on Facebook to talk politics. Exactly, man. Uh, um, I certainly wouldn't want to talk politics with some teenage asshole or, you know, 20 some hipster who has no idea right. what's going right. on. Well, I mean, um, it was like before the recent elections, man. I, I was really having to kind of avoid Facebook because everybody seems like they were having an opinion on something or another, you know? Yeah. I understand that to an extent, but I mean, come on, man. Well, you know, you know, yeah, I understand free speech. I totally get it. Uh, you know, a lot of people hide behind that. They do. They'll say something really shitty and be like, "Well, a free what's what's you know?" I thought we were in a free country. This is free speech. So, I'm like, yeah, sure it is. You have every right to say this stupid shit that came out of your mouth. But right. I have every right not to listen to the stupid shit coming out of your mouth. Uh, <laughs> that's my freedom there. <laughs> To tell you to shut the fuck up and just go away. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't tell people how to live and all that. That's not my place. But, you know, don't, don't preach to me about shit. So your, your latest fad, your latest, you know, life-changing thing you want to do, like, 
Well, I'm a vegan now. You shouldn't eat meat because yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, humans are not made to eat meat. Whatever. I found out the problem with society, and it's gluten. That's that's what we've been doing wrong all these years is eating gluten, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, it's like yeah. a lot of my friends on there, man. They'll they'll post uh, like they'll get a haircut. This is like dudes, you know, dudes just getting a regular old haircut. Every fucking time they get a haircut, there's a picture on there of it. Nobody cares. Exactly. I don't, you know, I don't care about all that. I mean, I'm not, not going to see the hmm? I was going to say, I could see if it's like a woman who maybe changes her hair color or something like that. Or maybe it's something unique about it. Maybe one time. Well, see, it goes back into the whole thing about how people are. It's impulsive. They don't think about it. They're like, oh, shit, look at this. Everybody wants to see this. No, no chances are they don't. Uh, or, uh, or meals. There are people that post a picture of every fucking thing they eat. What the fuck is wrong with people, man? I've noticed that. That is a big thing, apparently, I guess, with the Japanese. Because I follow several Japanese people. Oh, and, Japanese. And they do that a lot. Really? Uh, granted, a lot of it looks fucking delicious. Sure. Uh, I can't... You know, they sit there post this awesome, you know, curry beef thing with rice and all that. I'm like, shit, I want that. But I can't get that because nobody here in the South... And these Japanese places are going to serve that. It's all right. going to be like deep fried, you know, river yeah. catfish with, you know, fucking kelp and, and rice, you know, stuff that they don't serve in Japan. Right. Just, you know. Yeah. Well, probably stuff that American palates wouldn't appreciate anyway. Exactly. You know, and I don't, I don't like deep fried. I don't, I don't like anything fried sushi. Personally, I've gotten that way. I'd rather have it raw. The way it's supposed to be. Um, you don't like a tempura crunch in there. The crunch is one thing, but some of that stuff I've seen, like it'd be like just deep fried, like the fish yeah. or whatever. Well, the whole roll will be somehow, um, and I avoid that. And it's funny, you know, they have that Japanese place down the road where you live. That uh, three days a week, they have that little uh, conveyor belt. Yeah. Uh, the lunch yeah. menu. And uh, everybody else there is picking off the fried shit. And I'm waiting for, you know, uh, the, the salmon, the tuna, or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, raw stuff. Or octopus uh, salad or squid salad, whatever they call it. That's just why yeah. I got. But yeah, we'll get into food. We're going to keep doing this every damn time. And, and, and sushi is like one of my favorite things. It's one of my favorite foods. Um, I was going to tell you, there's a place called called Edo. Have you been there? It's uh, it's over there on Ridgewood Road. It's called what? It's called Edo. E D O. Edo. I don't think I've been to Edo. No, I think I've passed it, but I haven't been there. It's really good, man. It's some of the best sushi I've had in town. Oh damn! I'll be trying that when I come home. Yeah, it's, it's not like in a, in a in a great area, but usually the best food is always in a shitty area of town. 
Yeah. I I can deal with that. So yeah, it's, it's great, man. Really good sushi. I'm I'm trying to get into some of the stuff you're talking about with the octopus and I like uh you know, I like uh, raw yellowtail but that's about as far yeah. as I go raw wise right now. I'm trying to expand, I'm working on it. But it's just it's, I'm trying to broaden broaden my horizons a little bit. Uh, for me tuna was I guess you call it the gateway raw yeah. fish. Because uh, tuna just tastes great anyway. But uh Well, you know, I love ahi and you know, you get ahi cooked yeah. and it's like essentially raw anyway. It's just, you know, seared or on the outside yeah. it's raw on the inside, which is delicious. But yeah, uh, yeah I like uh I like yellowfin a lot and I'm trying to I'm trying to get into some of the uh the uh, sashimis. It's good stuff, man. There's a lot of stuff there that uh they'll offer. Um it's that, just you know, it's different from the usual crab. Yeah. I wish I could just get some sort of like a combination platter because, you know, it's not cheap. And that's always my thing. I'm like, I know I like this. I want to try this, but it's, you know, $20 for a plate of this stuff. And I don't want to waste $20. So, you know, I do want to try it, but I don't want to waste 20 bucks. So I usually don't, you know, don't don't uh-huh. try to expand outside. But uh, crab and scallops and soft-shell crab, all that stuff, I'm all about all of that. Because I love seafood anyway. Crawfish is always good. Oh yeah, crawfish, spicy crawfish, spicy, uh, spicy ahi tuna. Yeah. At least we're not talking about oh. Big Macs and shit like usual. We're actually talking about <laughs> halfway decent food. Uh, well, I'll go there and I'll take pictures of everything I eat and show the yeah. world. But, yeah, back to the Facebook deal. I don't know how we even got on that, but, like, I, I try to spare people. I don't put, like, an insane amount of pictures of my kids on there. Even though I could, you know, I don't do it because I know I hate being bombarded by that shit, so I know other people do as well. But, you know, maybe once or twice a year I put a picture of the kids on there. Well, the thing is, you feel like an asshole for, like, you know, after they put the 12th picture up, you're like, Jesus yeah. Christ, it's not the kids. It's not the kids yeah. at all. The kids can be cute as hell, but you're constantly popping this crap up there. You're, I, I don't know. It, it does become an issue. All right? And then people will be like, well, it's my page. Well, you know, Facebook is kind of where every time you post something, it throws it up. Yeah. Uh, it's not just your page. As much as you want to think that, it's not just your page. That's what people see. Yeah. Uh, that's why, you know, you know, employment prospects, don't look at that shit. Uh, I know, man. That's what people need to realize. They've got fucking, like, pictures of them, like, snorting lines and, you know, doing bong hits on their Facebook page, and they wonder why they don't get, you know, they don't get hired for the job they were applying for. Yeah. Uh, they look at that shit nowadays, you know? Oh, I know. I know. That that happened in uh, that uh, second theater I worked at. Got a bunch of kids in trouble. Really? Yeah, they, wow. they were openly talking about management on Facebook. 
and Master <laughs> looked it up, printed it all out, and talked about it at the meeting. Damn. Uh, and, uh, it, that's was, it was pretty ridiculous. You know, I think you and I come from a, a period of time where we value our privacy a little more than yeah. the younger generations. They, they seem to be totally cool with everybody knowing all their business. Yeah, I'm not. I like I like having, you know, my MySpace. Right. I hate mentioning fucking MySpace, but I like having my own little, you know, thing. I don't want everybody to know everything about me. Right. You know, and, you know, here's one thing about me. I, You know, even on this podcast, I constantly mention, you know, Godzilla. I can't go one without mentioning it because right. I love that whole thing. It's a big thing for me. Right. You know that. My sure. closest friends know this. My family knows this. But people like I go to school, I guarantee you nobody knows. Because right. I don't sit there and put it in their fucking face. It's a big yeah. thing to me, but I'm fully aware that not everybody gives a shit about it. Right. You know, if if I happen to have something with it and somebody asks me about it, I'll be more than happy to talk with them about it. But I'm not going to be... I consider that rude personally to expect everybody to like what I like. Yeah, I don't know. We just, I, I don't feel the need to post every single aspect of my life. No. No, not at all. You know, I, I could go on there and broadcast every BM I have. Uh, but I don't You'd think that, that people, that, that's my thing. Anybody who does like that, anybody's like, so, so what was it like today? I don't want them as friends, you know. Uh, need a, the other day they had a, that, uh, huh? I was going to say, I need a picture of Tuesday for the archive. Yeah. Come on, yeah. put up that Tuesday. <laughs> uh, the other day they had that, uh, that uh, yeah, I look like, I'm just putting up, like, uh, fucking, uh, Jackson Pollock paintings up there. <laughs> That's what it looks like at first glance. Um, There's just like but, rabbit pellet. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, no, the other day was like National Unfriend Day or some shit. Oh, yeah. On, on Facebook, which is the dumbest thing I, I can even imagine that there needs to be something like that. I'm tired of National uh, Anything Days, man. Yeah, that's true. Every single day of the year has something. Every single one of them. Which means that none of them mean shit. Yep. Uh, it's like National Rye Bread Day or some dumb shit like that. Yeah, it's... It's got ridiculous, the whole internet culture. And, you know, I, I don't care if I sound old saying that. But, uh... It's it's a bit much. Yeah, and um, another thing is uh, like parents like filming their kids doing everything and constantly taking pictures of everything. It's like uh, this morning my my daughter had a uh, little Thanksgiving you know thing they did with her school. Yeah, you know when and I wasn't planning on recording and I just wanted to watch it, you know, have it in my fucking brain. And, and be able to enjoy it, but my wife wanted me to record the the thing, so I was left recording the whole thing and barely being able to even enjoy what was going on at the time. 
because I was so yeah. focused on getting my getting my shot down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just stuff like that, man. Like I think uh, Louis C.K. did a did a bit on that um, maybe a year or so ago. One of his recent uh, stand up specials. You know, li- live in the moment, man. Like don't don't record everything. I know I'm. You know, hypocritical yeah. saying that, but you know, I, I didn't want to do it. She wanted me to do it, so I did it so she she could enjoy it. So I just recorded it. But um, you know, oh, I I agree. The whole thing Some about things, photographing everything you don't live. Yeah. yeah, you 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 don't have the memories of it. Yeah, you just have Some, the pictures. But some things uh, don't need a picture. They don't need a video. You know, <clears throat> just remember it. No. Well, I mean, what good is the picture with some of that if you don't have a good memory to go along with it? I just, I understand that totally. You know, it was like that, you know, even with camcorders back when we were younger. Yeah. People, you know, obsessed with recording everything. But they're not chilling out and relaxing. Like, the only footage of me, like video footage of me, is the shit that your dad recorded of me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't, my parents didn't have a camcorder. I have no video footage of me whatsoever until I'm probably, like, 26 years old, you know, so. Yeah, uh, and honestly, even though at the time it was, it was, uh, it got obnoxious to us as kids, me and yeah. my brother. I'm glad my father did that. Yeah. Uh, because uh, it, it got it got ridiculous at times. Like Disney World, he would stop and just record us walking, and then we'd have yeah. to stop and wait for him to catch up. I guess I don't, I don't think I've seen that video. I want to watch that one. Oh, mom has one of those massive turns. <laughs> this is like 1990. Yeah, my uh, mom had one for a while too. Uh, shame that one out of style. But uh. Yeah. You know what's funny with women, like the older they get, the shorter their hair gets. Like, you know, women they're they're in their twenties, they've got long hair, they're, you know, rocking it and they're trying to trying to find some dude. And they get you know, they get married and they get a little little bit taken off and they have kids, they get a little, little bit more taken off. Then it seems like their kids like grow up and get out of the house and they like feel the need to like get, like, the, you know, the carol from uh, the Brady's Bunch or some shit. Yeah. You know, it's just like a fucking, it's like a high and tight, like the, you know, a flat top, the Drew Carey or something. I've noticed that, that a lot of them will do that. They get the same vehicles and same styles and everything. Um, I'm, I'm sure you and I are going to end up doing that without even noticing it. I'll wake up one day, look outside, and realize I've got a Lincoln Town car. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, man. I, I'd i love to have a Lincoln Town car right now. I fucking... Uh, I, I need one. I'm in desperate need of a bigger vehicle. Yeah, um, yeah you sure are. But, uh... Yeah. Um, I guess we can get off of that. I, uh... That's some more shit I wanted to bitch about, but I guess no real reason to. Um, well, what have you watched lately? You seen anything good lately? 
Um, I watched V uh, for Vendetta uh, for the first time in several years the other day. Yeah. And, uh, see, I like the movie. I know you've stated you don't care for it, but I, I enjoy it. I need to rewatch it. Um, do you remember um, that that deal you sent me, that Amazon deal with like $1 Blu-rays? Um, this was maybe a year or so ago. Um, that was one of them, and I was going to pick it up so I could rewatch it. Oh, I don't, I don't remember that, but I don't doubt it. Yeah, you remember uh, it, it was they 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 sent the special out. It was from uh, Blu-ray.com, and they Amazon basically, uh, I think maybe honored a couple of the ones you had, but basically took all oh, the other ones. You know, they yeah, I don't remember that. I remember that now. Yeah. It was like a bunch of shit I wouldn't have normally bought, but they were like insanely cheap and free shipping. So, um, yeah, yeah, I've, I've got some. Uh, they canceled all my Blu-rays, but honored most of my DVDs except for Outland, which one of them I really wanted. <laughs> but uh, is that the the Sean Connery? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a pretty good one. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's where I got Excalibur. I'd never seen it before. Uh, that's an excellent movie. Oh, I'll definitely check that one. That's, that stuff was like 60 cents, too, man. I got the 76 King Kong. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, <laughs> I never would have bought that King Kong otherwise because it's actually, before I remember, kind of boring. But uh, I'll check it out again. So what did you think of your, your rewatch of uh, V for Vendetta? I liked it. I still like it. Uh, it holds up for me. Really? Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is that I enjoy. I I always enjoy seeing alternate history kind of things. Um, you know, that is, a, it, it, granted, it's future, but it's a fascist Britain, um, which is just interesting to me. And uh, I do like the story of me going back and, you know, seeking vengeance on everybody. Um, yeah, and I've maybe you want to go back and watch. Oh. See, I do too. I'm, I'm looking at it right here. I need to go back and read it. God damn it. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I think that may have just been one that I was kind of planning on not enjoying before I even saw it. So I really need to go back and see it. I haven't seen it since uh, you know, soon after it came out. Um, kind of when the Wachowskis were, were doing some weird stuff. Yeah, and what was that, James McTeague, directed it? Oh, it's not directed by the Wachowski brothers? I think they produced it, I think. Oh, okay, I was thinking they directed that one. I I thought that, too, until I started watching it and saw uh, McTeague's name come up. Oh, I'll be done. Um, no, I'll definitely have to go um, visit that one, though. It's been on my list, man. It's just so much stuff. It's like I'm overwhelmed by 
stuff I want to go back and watch again. And it's like I never get to watch the stuff that I truly enjoy because I'm trying to watch all this other stuff. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I understand. I mean, I'm about to the point where I'm going to cancel my Netflix and uh, just go through my DVD and Blu-ray collection because it's so much stuff that I've bought that I haven't, you know, I haven't had a chance to watch. Like, uh, I got, uh, I got Edge of Tomorrow on Blu-ray. I haven't seen it yet. I got Sin City 2 on Blu-ray. I haven't seen that yet either. Yeah, I watched that, uh, a couple weeks back. It looks great. What did you think? I've, I've heard a lot of positive and a lot of negative about it. Why about the way it looks or what? No, just about the movie itself. What, Sin, Sin City? No, part two. Oh, well, I'm thinking of the first one. That's what I'm talking about. I haven't seen the latest one. Oh, no, I love the first one. That's that's why I picked the second one up on a on a blind buy. Oh, okay. I misheard you. I bet. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like some people seem to love it. Some people really, really dislike it. Uh, so looking forward to checking that one out, especially for, uh, you know, I think, uh, what's her name? Eva Green is in there. Yeah. Yeah. I hope her nipples are just some red, just a contrast with everything. So you can't miss them. <laughs> and Mars nipples too. You oh, absolutely! Like a hot pink, hot pink. <laughs> <laughs> and just tweaking them. He's just sitting there moaning and tweaking them for like his whole segment. It's like fifteen minutes of Mars, um, Mars just going to town on himself. Um. Uh. But uh, yeah, I, I uh, mentioned earlier. I, I watched uh, bits and pieces of Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds. Okay, well, Robbie and I can be eating peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> Want jelly on this sandwich? I'm not hungry either. You're not hungry either? Okay. Okay, it's fine. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that's just modern, modern classic right there. It sure is. It sure is. That's right. One of his best, uh, what would you say, uh, Schindler's List and then uh, War of the Worlds? Is that how your list would go for Spielberg movies? No. And, and then Jaws. War of the Worlds above everything. Okay. And, and Schindler's yeah. List and then Jaws is number three? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even put Jaws that high. I would um, have uh, War of the Worlds, um, Hook. Uh, 1941. I think that's what I was going to say. <laughs> and uh, those are my top, like, four or five Spielberg movies. Sure. And okay. the Lost World Jurassic Park. Great pick. Um, uh, man, he dropped the ball hard with War of the Worlds for me. Um, that's my absolute favorite book. I can read it any time. Um, and some of the decisions he made with the movie are just flat out stupid to me. I've gotten away. I think a friend of mine made a good point of it years ago that it seems like nobody has the balls to say no to Spielberg anymore. 
Well, uh, if that's the case, it shows. Because it seems like he's like, oh, look at this cool idea, but it's not cool. It sucks ass. But nobody yeah. can tell Spielberg that. And I watched the making of it, and they're like going over, yeah, just talking about how they made the aliens themselves, which look like shit. I love the tripods, but the aliens look like shit. And uh, they're like, yeah, Spielberg had these great ideas he wanted to do with this. Like, none of them were great, dude. Yeah. But all, all these people, their noses are all brown. Um, well, I can kind of, I mean, understand that because, you know, uh, a good word from Spielberg in the industry probably goes a very long way. I get you know, it. can probably make or break I, you, you know, really. Oh, I'm sure he could. I think he, he almost totally broke Megan Fox. But, uh, I wish he had. I get that. Um, yeah, she rehabilitated herself, I guess. Dude, she, like, dissed out, dissed on Michael Bay, like, called him a whatever she said to, said to him publicly, and, and he got her back to work on fucking Ninja Turtles, man. What the hell's going on? Just those holes to use, man, I guess. Uh, but, uh, yep. yeah, I just... This movie had it had some great moments. Uh, like when the tripod rises out of the crater in the ground and is just standing over the people, and then it lets out that foghorn blast. That's uh-huh. awesome to me. I love that sound, and I love the way the tripods look. Because, uh, you know, it's more like how they were in the book. Um, but, I mean, uh, there's just certain ideas that they went with that just don't work. Um, the whole thing about, yeah, they're not going to be Martians. My world of worlds, you know, these aliens come from way, way out here. It's like, world of the world is not yours, dude. <laughs> world of the worlds have been long before you were even fucking born. Yeah. Uh, well, the world does not belong to anybody in particular. The only person it could have belonged to is long fucking dead. So that's that right there. Him saying that shit <clears throat> just puts him in a bad light for me. I get why people kiss his ass. I get it, but it doesn't help him make good movies. <sighs> oh, sure. Um, I don't know if it was me. You know, I would probably want someone to actually call me out, you know, and tell me they don't like it. You know, you don't need a yes, man. No. You can go call, no, call your mother if you want someone to say they love it, you know. You need someone that's yeah. going to tell you the fucking truth because, you know, <laughs> you know, otherwise the advice means nothing. Yeah, it's... I don't know. The movie should have been fantastic because everything's already there for you. You know, I understand. Like one thing, I totally get why he uh, made it uh, take place in the present at the time. I get it, but his reasoning behind that was—I don't even know why he said this. It just came across as just dumb to me, saying that. Well, we know this didn't happen back in 1898, so I'm not setting it then. Like, so the fuck what? Uh, you, you can set a movie like that in a period 
like making a yeah. piece, and and it would be great. Yeah, nobody believes all this shit's really happening on on screen, dude. Right. Uh, you know, I, I didn't believe watching Indiana Jones is a historical thing. I didn't believe any of that really fucking happened. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just it's that mindset that bothered me about it. Like, why are you why are you boxing yourself in this? Now, they said that they're not Martians because, well, we put the Mars rover on Mars, and it showed that there's no life on Mars. So I bull. Uh, yeah. That's a stupid excuse, too. You know, they've always been Martians. I mean, don't... I don't know. Mars is the bringer of war. It's called Mars for a reason. It's just a cool idea, but, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't... I just didn't like the... Uh, excuses being made for that. If you're not going to do it, cool, fine. But don't make stupid stuff up uh, to make yourself that's, sound, you know. That Mars. that deal with the whole Mars rover, man, that was like right around that time that movie was being made, too. Yeah. Like, and what are we going to talk about? Like the two miles of Mars we saw is a total depiction of what Mars is like. That's my whole thing, man. I was like, well, what if somebody were to send a probe down here, even though, granted, Earth looks inhabited just from space. It looks different than Mars. I get that. But right. they send a probe down here and it lands in the Sahara Desert. You yeah. Know? You know, if you look at that for miles around, all you're going to see is shrubs and the occasional lizard or some share bugs or something. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, I know that's life, but... I mean, that's my whole thing. You know, the rover has not seen the whole planet. I'm not saying there's life on Mars, but who you say that at this point? And why does that matter in a science fiction movie? <laughs> but I don't know. I want to like that movie so bad, I just can't. Um. Tom Cruise was a terrible choice for it. And Dakota Fanning screaming all the time. Uh, even skipping through most of it, she screamed too much. So every time she opens her mouth, she's screaming. Um, and, but uh, I did finally check out the uh, Godzilla Blu-ray. Uh, oh, yeah. I watched you know, I watched uh, bits of it as well, um, and uh, it's weird. I heard people complaining about it being too dark, and I started watching the uh, the special features, which are really neat, showing how they uh, animated Godzilla's face and everything like that. How they how they you know did all the special effects. That was cool. Uh-huh. Um, there's a cool special features. They even have a little featurette showing. Operation Monarchs um, activities for the first time that Godzilla was spotted in the 40s, the late 40s, up through um, 1954 when they tried to kill him. Um, that was mean. But uh, the footage in the making of was lighter and a lot more detailed than the footage in the actual movie itself. The movie is dark. Um, yeah. I thought that was really weird because I was watching the same scenes on both of them. 
and uh, there was a, a difference in the light contrast. Um, really? But yeah, I'm not sure why. But hmm. uh, it, it was good. I mean, it looks great. Uh, was this the Blu-ray? Yes. Yeah, I had to pick it up. Even though I'm hoping to release it later with the deleted scenes put back in. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I know that uh, I was telling you my my brother and my nephew watched it on Vudu. They picked it up before it was available, you know, to buy on uh, Blu-ray. Oh, yeah? And they just, they bought the HD, no, they bought the uh, the standard def version, which I would never recommend anybody doing that, but, uh, you know, because it's a little bit cheaper. And, uh, yeah. I don't know why they would have just waited, because, you know, you would have put the code on there anyway. But, uh, anyway, they, they watched it, and they said that it was too dark. You know, they couldn't tell what was going on. And, you know, when you know I watched the theater with you, and I don't remember having that problem at all. No, and the theater wasn't like that. It's, is the Blu-ray like that to you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The movie itself was a little dark. I mean, it didn't ruin it or anything. It, it might be because I've already seen it. But uh, the making of, the special features on there, every time they show the scenes with Godzilla and all that, it was really clear, a lot more clarity. Um, Why do you suppose that is? I, I have no idea. I really don't know. I don't know why Why they would do, would do that. Um, yeah, this is, uh, ultraviolet code. Flickster. Yeah. Oh, there they go. Okay. You say it's dark. I was telling them it may be because of the transfer, but, um, or the, uh, you know, maybe because it's not, not high def. I didn't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure why. That's kind of shitty. It's uh, it's kind of weird. I'm sure a lot of people are saying that. Then, yeah, they are. Wonder why. Wonder why that would that would get a, a transfer like that. But you know, I guess we can speculate all we want. I guess so. I mean, they never did a recall or anything. So that's it's kind of a big fuck up on such a big movie, don't you think? Yeah, a movie where you actually need to be able to see, especially during the battle at the end. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's terrible. I mean, it doesn't ruin it by any means, but it, it could have been just a notch lighter. Um. God. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I've got Super Man playing right now. This movie is insane. <laughs> Breaking your concentration. Yeah, uh, Shaw Brothers went. <clears throat> they went balls out with this. Oh, that's Shaw Brothers. Yeah, it's their their old Ultraman thing, and it's just oh. as good as Ultraman to me. <laughs> I used to um, love Ultraman. Yeah, yeah, that's why I put this in. You know, I had Ultraman playing earlier. Um, what about you? Have you watched anything? 
Um, pull out my list here. I haven't watched a whole lot of stuff. Um, so, uh, uh, I've watched a few things since we talked last. Uh, I saw Prom Night, the original, again. You ever seen that one? Uh, no, I haven't seen that one. This is one I was kind of kind of geared up for because another podcast that I follow uh, they talked about. I think it was the first. Uh, the I think it's four four movies all together. They talked about all four of them. And man, I didn't like Grom Night the first time I saw it. Um, you know, years ago. And goddamn, I liked it even less this time. That movie oh, wow. was just boring the whole fucking time. What year was that one? That was 1980. Okay. But it's better than the remake, I will say that much. Um, I watched another movie. This is about the fourth time I've watched this movie in, in, in a sense it came out called, called Isolation. And I think it's from Ireland. It's a uh, this weird movie about uh, cows that are uh, genetically modified. And they just start, like, mutating and all this crazy shit happens. And it turns out if you're a human and you get, you know, bit by this cow or whatever, it changes you and you start turning into a cow, too. It's, uh... What? It sounds a lot fucking better than it is, man. It's not a good movie. It's really boring. It it, it could have been great. It's like every couple of years. This came out 2005. It seems like every couple of years I, uh... I see it somewhere, and it makes me want to watch it again. I'm like, oh, man, maybe that movie is better than I remember. And I'm going to have to stop myself from the next time. I'm not going to watch it again. Because <laughs> it sounds so great when you read the synopsis of it, man. It sounds so awesome, but uh, I'm not going to be able to recommend that one. But uh, that's the kind of stuff I like, man, like like creature feature type movies. You know, like that's that's my shit. Yeah. You know, that's my personal. It's probably one of my favorite you know, not only in the horror genre, but just, you know, overall types of movies. Um, but I uh, also saw the new Purge film, The Purge Anarchy. Oh, yeah. How was that? Um, i say it was much better than the first movie. It still wasn't great or anything, but you probably didn't watch the first one, did you? No, no, I haven't seen it. Well, the you know what the purge is is this uh, it's a twelve hour period where all crime is legal, including murder. Yeah. And the purpose is to to get that violence out of your system for that one night out of the year, to uh, help improve crime rates, keep population control, um, you know whatever is the reason for it. But uh, in the near future, this is like ten years from now or you know fifteen years from now. But the first movie was. Uh, it, it focused on one family in one house, and pretty much all the action you saw was from that house. But <clears throat> the Purge Anarchy goes outside, and you get to see from a much larger scale all of the violence going on, which is much better, you know, a much better idea of a movie. But, um, yeah, it was okay. You know, you get a chance to watch it on uh, on television or, you know, Netflix or something. Definitely check it out on there. I no, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I enjoyed it. Oh. Um, 
also watched uh, The Company of Wolves for the first time. Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard of that. It's, uh, this is the first time I ever see it, and it's, uh, I'll find the director's name here, uh, Neil Jordan. Mm-hmm. You're probably I think I'm familiar with that name. Neil Jordan, uh-huh. he's done a lot of stuff. Trying to multitask here. The dog is putting uh, his toys all over me. <laughs> but uh, now he did uh, the Crying Game. Is probably what he's most known for. Uh, also did uh, Interview with the Vampire. And uh, another film that just came out uh, last year, the year before, called Byzantium that I really enjoy. I've actually picked that one up on Blu-ray. That's a Another vampire film. That's a great uh, modern vampire film. Uh, I'm I'm wanting to see that. I've heard good things about it. Oh, we need to watch it then. Yeah, sure. But uh, but yeah, that's that's Neil Jordan. This is one of his early movies from. Uh, I can get back here. It's '84, uh, and I saw this uh, because it's a werewolf movie that I hadn't seen, and I heard some people saying it was pretty good. Checked it out, and what it is, it's basically a, 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 a different a different adaptation of the uh, Little Red Riding Hood story. Very, very much a, a fantasy type movie. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It, it was kind of kind of out there, but uh, not a bad movie at all. Some some great special effects in there. Some great practical special effects. Uh. And uh, I guess the last thing I'll finish up with here is uh, The Conspiracy from 2012. You may have heard about this one before. This is uh, it's basically another found footage type movie. Of course. That is, uh, <laughs> it, it's these, these documentary filmmakers are making a movie on this crazy conspiracy theorist guy. And they uh, get deeper and deeper into what he was talking about. He goes missing. And so they really get caught up in what he was talking about and get deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole. And uh, it really gets into some, some, some pretty cool shit. That was recommended by, by someone. And that that one's on Netflix to watch, if you want to check that out. Okay. But I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. I might try to catch up on some of that. Uh when I get back home for the holidays. That's so much on Netflix, man. It's it's like I, I, I think I add more to my queue than I watch, you know. Yeah, I'm slowly uh, getting caught up on It's Always Sunny since they put season nine on there. Is that the, the last season? Uh, not season 10. I think season 10 is the one they just... Uh, because the new one's starting up this January. Was season nine oh. the one where where Matt got fat? No, no, no. That one's season. That's season seven or eight. Must be eight. Look okay, here, I've got. But no, that's no. season seven. Oh, is it? Goddamn! Yeah. But I've got it right nine, here. It's uh, nine and ten. I thought were both really good. 
I'm enjoying nine. Uh, the last one I watched was uh, when they had that holdout, that, that convenience store, and they all go through how they would deal with it. Oh, yeah. I've uh, I've been watching the, the previews of the the next season. It's about to start here in uh, January, I think. It looks fucking yeah. crazy, man. <laughs> it looks totally I'm ridiculous. Sure. But I, I love that show. I do, too. I was kind of worried about it a couple of years ago. It seemed like they kind of fell off a little bit, but I think they're back in form now. Um, I like the one where they got the uh, Roddy Roddy Piper back for an episode. And the pyramid scheme. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that fucking wrestle episode. Oh, man, that was hilarious. He kept... He kept yeah. calling Mac the N-word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he calling me the N-word? <laughs> See, what I like about Mac is with stuff like that, he takes it very personally. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, uh, I love that show, man. That's definitely one of my favorite shows on television. It's, yeah, same here. You know, like we were saying, you know, we both enjoy sitcoms, but that, that formula has kind of died. So, you yeah. know, that's the kind of stuff we're left with. That's like the next generation of the sitcom. Like the, the blue-collar, uh, you know, more more of a blue comedy. You know, a more, more risque type. Yeah, like that and uh, The League. Yeah, yeah, I like The League. Uh, uh, that's what I watch. Um... Yeah, the league's very hit and miss for me lately, especially. It's uh, there'll be like three bad episodes and one good one. All right. Um, you know they they switch both of those shows to FXX, a total different yeah. station that a lot of people didn't have. So it's kind of kind of bullshit. I don't understand why they did that with shows that have been consistently doing well. Uh, promoting their shit, I guess. Well, they're trying to force people to to get it, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I'm just, I'm more than happy to wait. I don't have to, I'm not the kind of person who has to see shit as soon as it comes out. Um, well, I'm not either, but... Uh... You know, if I've got cable, I want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, if, if I had it, I might, I might do that. And, but with these sitcoms like this, or you know, these comedy shows, it's not a problem. Uh-huh. It's just with stuff like The Walking Dead. I'm sitting there having to try my best to avoid spoilers, which doesn't always work. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, Rick gets prolapsed. At the very beginning of season okay. five, it's just oh, like yeah. three three episodes of zombies eating its prolapse. It takes them that long. Yeah, I don't even want to know how he got it. <laughs> Shane turns out Shane was a zombie. Oh, okay. And he. Uh, uh, 
They really stuck it to Rick, I tell you what. You stuck it to him for three whole episodes. <laughs> uh, it's awesome, though, man. Walking Dead's fucking awesome. It's still still on par, man. I'm not not disappointed at all. I'm I'm current right now. Yeah, I'll probably try to watch a few more um, episodes of the current season. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I don't know where you'd be able to find them. Maybe buy them on Amazon. I could. Try I, to I know them. somebody who who records all that. I'll just go up there. Okay. And check them out. Let's say I can record uh, them if you want me to. But uh, um, one thing I wanted to bitch about, man. I don't know if you've probably not heard about this, but uh, you know, I have uh, Direct TV right now. And, yeah. You know, for the past few weeks, DirecTV has been threatening to take off AMC. It's like two or three other channels that I don't care about, but uh, it's AMC and you know, two or three other channels. And as soon as The Walking Dead comes on, they they start flashing all this shit everywhere. Like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna lose it. You're gonna lose it. You know, make sure you you're able to see your favorite show and this, that, and the other. And you know, I, I wrote them an email or whatever. I said, you know, if you if you take off AMC, I'm gonna cancel my service straight up. Because you breached the contract, not me, you know. When I, when I signed a contract with, with you, as far as I know, everything is resolved because I didn't see it this past week um, in the newest episode. But I know a couple of weeks ago, somebody was posting on Facebook that, uh, <clears throat> like, apparently their service wasn't even going. Like, like, AMC wasn't even working until right when The Walking Dead started. So they were like, Really trying to, uh, I guess, uh, scare people into calling or whatever the hell they wanted them to do. But they did that like last season or so. I don't know, man. I've never really had a problem. I've always had uh, Comcast, and they've never done anything like that before. But I've always seen satellite when I watch places. You know, you see that shit all the time, threatening to take uh, channels off. I'm just wondering what's what's up with that. Like, why they're threatening to do that? Um, I'm guessing like renegotiating a contract with with AMC because you know they. I'm sure AMC is getting getting a to be a pretty costly channel. But it's like Probably there's not. like 17 fucking ESPNs, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. And don't get me wrong, I love you know I love some sports too. Um. But, you know, we don't need that many fucking channels. Like, I'm sure those ESPNs are more than AMC is, you know? Yeah. And if you started talking about taking off some football games, some motherfuckers would really get rowdy, you know? Oh, they'll be riots. I mean, um, I don't know. I just don't I don't see why it's that. But uh, that's, that's just me bitching. Um I know it's some some ploy to get their fees lowered, or you know they're saving some money somehow, because you know I don't know if it ever actually happens. Um, I know one of the I think it may have been Dish Network lost uh, they lost like Fox or something like like one of the basic cable stations for 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 a little while, like last year. It was like Fox yeah. or CBS or some shit. It was like they lost one of the big ones. 
maybe an NBC, I don't know, one of the big channels. And, uh, you know, a, a station you can get with a fucking antenna, you know, but the, the satellite dish doesn't have it, you know. Mm. Um. But, uh, well, man, I know you've got to get back to your Ultraman, so uh, you want to go ahead and uh, cut this one off here? Uh, uh, we can, yeah. I just don't know. Uh, I'm just a little bit working on my final papers and stuff, so I haven't watched a whole hell of a lot. That's no excuse. Um, and there's some uh, serious camel toe action in this <laughs> this movie here. <laughs> it's like he's fighting some sort of like demonic version of Sweetums from the Muppets. That's uh, it's good stuff. <laughs> this this is the kind of stuff I love late at night. Yeah. Uh, weird kung fu, just you know, stuff from the seventies and all that, eighties. It's weird. Oh, yeah. It's like I watch Barbarella uh, sometimes. That's '69, but um, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I guess I guess this would just be a short one for us. We'll get a short one in the can. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. All right, guys. We appreciate you for listening, and uh, we thank you. And uh, if you want, you can give us a comment or a. Or a recommendation over on uh, Twitter at 2Ps on a Pod or on iTunes. I'd appreciate it if you give us a rating on there. But yeah, thanks for listening guys. Here it comes.
you quack like a duck when you suck. Barrel don't suck, killing a fuck, can't get it up to where I want to knock you up and swallow you up. Ain't taking up the butt that I'm hiking around like a fucking nut. Damn, 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 damn.